Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Uh, so glad you have your listening ears to us once again this week. Um, this week, I have my lovely wife with me uh, as a special guest. We um going to talk about the uh, inauguration um, that happened on yesterday. Uh, uh, President Joe Biden um, and Vice President Kamala Harris making history on yesterday. But before we get started and we get into that, y'all know we got to represent our sponsorships. Uh, this week's sponsorship is Chris Clark Comedy. That's right, me. <laughs> Chris Clark Comedy. Go to chrisclarkcomedy.com. Uh, book me for comedy host. Um, my characters, Pastor Love Offering, the Tide Cop. Go to my website, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, you won't be disappointed. So, with that being said, need you guys to follow me on all social media, Facebook and Instagram, at Chris Clark Comedy. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Comic Chris Clark. All right, so let's bring in uh, my special guest, uh, my beautiful, lovely wife, who was... Um, if you listen to the last podcast, uh, she was, her company was the sponsor, Allure by Brit Nicole. Um, she's a mother. Um, she's a wife. Uh, she's a makeup artist. She's a skin care technician. Um, and she does it all. She's a great cook. Um, she's other things, but I'm not going to mention it on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, use your imagination. Um, <laughs> and she's also my best friend. Aww. So put your hands together for Miss Brittany Clark. <laughs> All right, Brittany, how are you? Good. Good, good, good. Good to see you. Uh, know it's late. <laughs> um, we both uh, witnessed history yesterday as we sat in front of the TV and we watched um, not only um, a new era as um, far as the presidency with um, Mr. JB, that's what I like to call him, Joe Biden, <laughs> Joseph R. Biden uh, coming in. But what I really want to get down to is the vice president, Miss Kamala Harris, Miss Chucks and Pearls herself. Um, not only for being the first woman of color, um, African American and also, um, Indian, um, woman, um, she's the first woman, um, to hold the office of vice presidents, vice presidency of these United States. Um, just, just tell the listeners what that means to you. Um, Wow, there's so many feelings and emotions that took place within me yesterday. Um, I was excited and just in awe um, myself, but just I an indescribable feeling just to see, you know, my daughter, our daughter, who is 15 years old, and, you know, she's never been very vocal about politics until recently, until this year, and to... For her to see and be able to witness such a monumental um, moment as yesterday um, was pretty amazing. Not only just for her, but for our boys too. It was it was pretty awesome. Pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, I um thought it was an awesome moment. Um, I was smiling ear to ear just to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, us as black people, as people of color, we we've we've seen this um back in 2008 when uh, President Barack Obama was in office. Um, and I know as a black man what that did to me. Um, our boys was fairly, well, Isaiah wasn't born yet, but CJ, uh, was just a couple months old, mm-hmm. um, when, when Barack got elected and, and, uh, um, sworn into office. Um, but I know for me as a black man what that did to me. Um, I think majority of the world was just happy to see someone different in the White House. Um, and as Obama, um, went through his years of presidency, you know, he was, um, criticized a lot. Um, even at towards the end, he said, uh, a lot of people, you know, I know I talked to said, yo, he didn't really do nothing for black people. He didn't do nothing for black people. Um, so with that being said, with Kamala Harris coming in, being a woman of color, being a woman and holding this office, um, are we holding her to a higher standard than we did with Barack since we've kind of seen it, but not quite seen it because she's a woman. Um, I mean, are we, are we, um, what I'm trying to say is, are we just, are we past this time around? We passed that. She's just a woman, a woman of color. Are we actually going to hold her accountable for making a change in the United States? I think so. When Barack was elected and became president, it was just, he is the first black man or, or the first man of color, you know, to hold the presidency. But with Kamala Harris, it's more than that. It's the first woman. Um, women have had to fight, you know, very hard to get into male dominated positions um, to prove themselves worthy and capable of doing a lot of things. So. Um, for her as not only just a woman of color, but just a woman in general, um, to have this seat in, in the White House. Um, I think, I don't think we're holding her too high or her, or putting her too high on a pedestal. Um, or to answer your question, um, I think she's going to have a lot of difficulties because of, you know, people probably going to be looking at her through a microscope now. Um, but I think she is the, I think she will definitely be the key to, to change. You know, I think Barack started it. I think Michelle, um, even added to it because, you know, no, she wasn't the president, but she was the first lady. Um, and she did a lot of great things as her position in, um, while her husband ran the country. But, um, but I think as far as Kamala, you know, she's going to, I think, has more pressure on her. And I think because she's so graceful, she's going to be able to deal with it and um, prove a lot of people wrong. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. You know, I, I did my research on, on Kamala. Um, and I really think, I don't think Joe Biden chose her, that, chose her as his running mate just because she's a woman. Um, I, I feel like he chose her because she was the right person for the job that she can't get things done. But, um, but what I'm saying is, are we going to be 
satisfied with just having a woman because I feel like a lot of us um voted for Barack just because he was a black man. Um and I feel like not not saying like this time around we voted for well, a lot of people yeah, voted for Joe because we wanted Trump out. Um I think it was more of uh having Trump out than actually having um Joe in. Um but I know she doesn't have as much responsibility as Joe Biden. Um there's only so much she can do um being the vice president. But are we are we just going to be satisfied with just having a woman in there? Are we going to no. um, put pressure on her to, to, to make a change? I don't think we will be satisfied. Um, only because I say once you get a little taste of something, you want more of it. And I, I think as you know, America begins to evolve into this new era and begins to change and begins to heal, I think we're going to want to see more change, more diversity in the cabinet, more people um, in the White House and Congress and more women, more people of color. So I don't think people will be satisfied. I think people are going to want more. I think they're going to want that next woman president um, like everybody when, you know, um, Barack left office. They wanted Michelle to run. You know, um, and I think that's going to empower and push more people to the forefront to just want to do more and encourage and empower them, especially women and people of color. So I think us as a nation, will we be satisfied that we just have our first VP who is a woman and who is a woman of color? No, because now we get a taste of what it's like. Um, and I think we're going to want more. We're going to want more diversity. We're going to want, um, that envelope to be pushed. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I feel for Kamala because she is the first woman. She's kind of like the, she's paving the way. Yeah. She's, she's kind of like the gimme pick. I, I would say, um, for lack of better words, um, the gimme pig that all right, we have a woman in there. Let's see what happens. So yeah, she, she definitely will be under a microscope. um, Hopefully she'll get the help she needs. She'll be able to, to lean on, uh, Joe Biden. And, and, um, I know, uh, the other presidents, um, Barack Obama, Bush, even Clinton and Hillary, um, extended out a hand, you know, if she, if she needs it. And then God forbid if something happens to Joe Biden, she's the next president. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know Joe's up in age. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, not saying anything will happen because we know the president has the best, uh, care, but you know, we never know. And I think Kamala's like in her mid fifties or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, she's, um, you know, 20 years, uh, uh, 20 plus years younger, I think 23 years, uh, younger than, uh, Joe Biden. Um, you said something about, uh, more, more, more. Um, I just, did we, we need, I think we've waited so long for this moment in history. Um, I mean, well, it was a lot, it was a lot. I don't think we had, um, someone as, as, as great as Kamala. I mean, Hillary, yes, she was definitely a better candidate than Donald Trump. Um, we can go as far as back as Shirley Chisholm. I wasn't alive then. 
Um, but I know she was the first woman and woman of color to run for president. Um, uh, of course she didn't win, but, um, we know she was a part of the civil rights movement and all that other stuff. Um, I'm not sure, um, were there any women's between, uh, her and Hillary that actually, uh, ran, uh, for president, um, or vice president. Um, but I feel like, cause I feel like Kamala, like you said earlier, Kamala is going to be the key to the, to the change. Um, and I feel like, um, Hillary really wasn't it. Um, you know, we wanted her in office cause we didn't want Donald Trump to win, um, for obvious reasons. Um, but I feel like America got it right this time. Well, to, uh, go back to what you were saying about Shirley Chisholm, um, there was a lot of women, um, that, tried to run for office. The first one was Victoria Woodhull in 1872. Then, mm-hmm. you know, it was Hillary Clinton in 2016. Um, uh, That's... Shirley Chisholm in 1972. Who was, who was 18? 1872 was Victoria Woodhull. She That's... became the first female presidential candidate. That's something because women weren't allowed to vote till 1920. So, right. <laughs> That's, That's and, pretty and amazing itself. I don't think, um, you know, I was talking to the, to CJ yesterday and I, you know, just picking his brain and just asking him, you know, do you know why yesterday was such a monumental and important day? And all he could say was, cause Trump isn't president anymore, but I had to break it down to him and explain to him, you know, we have our first woman vice president and explain to him, you know, um, a woman years, years, years ago, before I was alive, before you were alive or even thought of, you know, we couldn't even think of having this opportunity or even running or let alone even voting to vote to pick our president or vice president. Now we have that, um, that, uh, you know, that freedom to vote. And now we have uh, our first vice president is a woman. So, um, yeah. It's it to see that there were so many women before Kamala that, you know, fought. And I'm pretty sure there was there's more than just Victoria Woodhall and Shirley Chisholm that tried, um, that tried and, yeah. and, and wanted to to make a change and, and fought so hard for us and our and women's rights. And um, I don't have, you know, all of the information in front of me, but um, yeah. And to finally see all of their their hard work did not go in vain. Um, that our, our rights are being used. Do you know what I mean? Where we're, we're executing mm-hmm. our, our rights as, as women, as, um, citizens of America. Um, and it's just, it's really awesome. So from this experience, do you feel like more women will, um, be in politics? Yeah. I think it would just impact. I think yesterday was just an empowering moment. Um, I think it just, showed um a lot of women and a lot lot of little girls that yeah you you can do it you know you can be in a male dominant field and be the boss um you you can lead a country you yeah. can you know what i mean um i i think there's a lot of ta- uh people out there you know more Kamala Harris's and 
I think mm-hmm. now they're not going to be so afraid to step up to the plate now because now they see that if she can do it, then they can do it. Yeah. And I don't, for the people that don't really get um, how amazing it this is and how small of a percentage it is to be uh, president or vice president, you got to think back, um, when was America birthed? Uh, 1776, something like that. Um, between 1776 and now, um, we've only had 46 presidents and 49 vice presidents. So out of the millions <laughs> and millions of people, um, that lived in America between the 200, 200 plus years, um, only 49 people can say that they have been vice president of these United States. Um, only 46 can ever say they was president of these United States. Um, not trying to, um, you know, uh, be a Debbie down on anybody's, um, dream of becoming president, but it's very hard. (laughs) It's very hard, um, to, to, to become the president. Um, and this is Joe Biden's third time running. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't realize that this is his third time running for president. Um, he ran a couple of times before, then he came in as, you know, VP with Barack. Um, and now he, you know, he ran and he won. Um, you know, they said in sports, they said it's very hard. Oh, it's a small percentage to, to, to get into sport. Like it's even smaller to be the president and vice president of the United States. Um, I think it's over 5,000. Um, I was watching, uh, basketball TNT the other day and I, um, Kenny Smith said it's only a little bit over 5,000 people that, um, played in the NBA ever. And the NBA dates back to, um, I think the 1800s when it was created. Um, then you got the early 1900s when, you know, the NBA and the ABA was created. Um, so to say five, only 5,000 people, um, you know, was able, was able to play in the NBA is, you know, pretty wild, but it's even crazier to, to, to think 200 plus years, only 46 people <laughs> was ever president and 49 people, you know, was ever, um, vice president. And, you know, like you said earlier with the history of women, um, you know, this is amazing. This is amazing. And we know, uh, women, um, you know, are very capable of, of, uh, running office, of being vice president, uh, being president. Um, you know, I'm, when it comes to, to getting things done, I don't see, I don't look at gender. I don't look, oh, no, nah, I need a man right here. I need a man, uh, you know, or I need a woman to do this. It's the best person for the job um, is who can get the job done. And right now, um, majority of America, um, you know, seeing that um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is the, best people for the job. Um, so I want to talk about to the riot that happened, <laughs> the riot that happened on, um, the inauguration, um, JLo's voice, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Jello's voice song singing was a riot to me. Uh, <laughs> I know that's your girl, but what you, <laughs> what you think about J-Lo? J-Lo. She, she dressed the, what she had on was nice her, yeah you her know, outfit was good i saw her coming out i was very proud you know because that's like you know she's repping you know us puerto ricans and i was just like that's right yeah jenny from the block you know for but those of you I don't know uh miss Brittany is um half puerto rican so i was <laughs> so um disappointed yes i was so disappointed i feel like there is a time and a place um and i was pretty disappointed with the whole like let's get loud moment and yeah i just you know and for you to say that you were disappointed yeah because uh, really means like, something because yeah. let me tell y'all i know y'all really don't know britney like that but this girl loves her some j-lo um <laughs> I, I, I get on her sometimes just to get a rouse out of her and that is her girl. You would think they were best friends. They hung out or hang out. Um, you know, their family, something. Um, this is, that's how much this girl loves JLo. She watches her movies, buy her albums, everything. And for her to say she was disappointed in JLo's performance at the uh, inauguration, um, is really saying something. Yeah. I just, I, I'm like, I'm at a loss for words. When I saw that, like my mouth just like dropped. I was like, what the, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like representation matters and you know, her, do being, you think she was too excited? I don't know if she was too, too excited. I don't know if she forgot that she was at the white house and not at one of her concerts. I don't <laughs> know what, she, what was going I think, through. I think she scared white people. I don't know what. <laughs> Especially when she uh, starts speaking Spanish. Was Well, you know, J, and that's another thing. So J-Lo does not speak Spanish fluently. J-Lo was, she, J-Lo wasn't uh, raised speaking Spanish. So J-Lo, as she got older, she had to learn how to speak Spanish. So like her albums that are in Spanish, if you hear her speaking Spanish, that's learned, like a, she learned how to do that, you know, earlier, For the well, album later that. on in life. It wasn't like, um, she grew up, she grew up speaking Spanish. So she Jenny from the block. Yeah. But <laughs> even when she recited, even when she recited part of the, um, pledge allegiance in Spanish, that's what she was saying. Even that it was just like, yeah, Jay, that's great. That that's wonderful. But I don't know. I just kind of felt like. <sighs> Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I just was so confused. I was confused at what was Beyonce going on. Was like the beginning, Jennifer Hudson. the beginning, like she, she, she took <laughs> two, she took two songs and, you know, blended them into one. Yeah. And then the whole like, let's get, let, I'm just like, what is happening here, Jay? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, I was like, I was really embarrassed because I'm just like, please do not tell me she's going to go into the whole song. You know, <laughs> like, what is happening? And then, you know, she comes out with the, the, I think I I kind of understood why why she wanted to come out and you know do the pledge of allegiance in Spanish probably to show you know there's more to the country our country is diverse you know our our country is diverse we are a melting pot but at the same time I was just kind of like not wondering where she was going with this like where yeah. are we going you were all what, over the place what I what I did like um and I didn't notice it uh, I think we was watching um entertainment tonight. Uh, that, that evening, um, the inauguration, the three singers, they had the red, white, and blue. I, I didn't mm-hmm. notice that as we were watching, um, 
Lady Lady Gaga had the red, J Lo had white, and Garth Brooks had blue. The blue. Um <laughs> Garth Brooks <laughs> came in there with his cowboy hat and his jeans and, and he came as himself. <laughs> yeah. Came and himself. he I actually liked he did a cappella of Amazing Grace and um I thought he sounded good. And Lady Gaga I thought she did a good job too, but um and Yeah, J Lo. I and yeah, Jay, you, I, my heart is broken. It really yeah. is. It, it just, like I said, I just feel, I feel let down. I feel so disappointed. I, I, I think it was because I had so much faith in her. I was just like, yeah, she's going to go out there. She's going to sing her heart out. Yeah. And then when she first started singing, the first part of the song, I was like, wait a minute. This don't even sound like J Lo. What is going on here? And then, and then she went into another song, and then the get the let's get loud, and I'm just like, oh no, Jay, don't do it. But yeah, but to touch on Garth Brooks, I feel I, I feel bad for him because um watching the news, I hear he's getting a lot of backlash from a lot of his fans because he even performed at the inauguration. Like yeah. one comment I guess was his like, fans was Trump yeah, supporters. Yeah, obviously. And I guess one uh, like a like just reading the comments, you know, like um were just really hurtful. Like I, I, I just and for him to still, you know, even though he knew that, you know, there was he was probably going to lose fans because of it. He did it anyway because yeah. the the main goal at hand is unity and uniting the United States of America. Yeah. You know, well, so well that that happened when um Trump won, uh Chrisette Michelle. Yeah. I think she performed at one of the uh inauguration balls and um black people kind of uh Yeah. Blackballed her. Right. Um, so right. Yeah. Um but was she doing it for fame or was she, what was she was she doing, doing it for the money? Exactly. And I think, <laughs> yeah, and, that, she, and I think that's I think, what sets her apart from I think Garth she Brooks. got a quarter million. Yeah, exactly. For that. So I think, yeah, uh, they, you know, they, she got she, paid very well. I think I would have sung too. Yeah, but so, <laughs> but my, my, the point that I'm trying to make is Garth Brooks made a, made the sacrifice. He's like, if, if this will bring unity to our country, then I'm willing to sacrifice fans. You know, and, and sacrifice my fame to show, you know, this is what unity is. And I love the part where he got, he's like, we're all going to sing this part together. You yeah, know, yeah. It, you know, he sang good. it. He had, you know, I saw, um, Kamala was singing under her mask and, you know, the, everybody was singing. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you could see her, her, her jaw. You know what I, I mean. I don't think she know the words. Um, yeah. I, I, I so, yeah. So what about the um the young lady Amanda that did the uh poet? I heard a lot of great I seen a lot of great feedback on social media about her. Uh one one guy posted um she's a reincarnation of uh Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. Um and for her to be so young and, and get up there and, and um stand with boldness, I thought that was uh pretty amazing. Um I thought the poem was pretty amazing. Um it's a little long. But it was good though. <laughs> In my opinion, it was, it was very good, but it was a little long. Um, but yeah, just to see her up there, you can tell, you can get the sense of pride, um, as she was up there, not just for being excited to be up there, I guess, you know, for, um, Kamala, um, being sworn in. Um, so you've seen the, the, the proudness of her. And from what I'm hearing, she's a, a young civil uh, rights activist too. So, uh, what are your takes on on her? 
I think I, her uh, I think her name is Amanda Gorman, if I'm believe. Yeah, Amanda Gorman. Um once again it was just I think besides Barack Obama, um his inauguration, because I, I remember literally having tears come down my eyes for that one. Um yeah. just because that was another like moment in history. But this inauguration was just so different from the rest. I think it was just like a new day, a breath for a breath, a fresh breath of air. You know, it was yeah. just like, you know, a cloud was just lifted, you know, yeah. from, from, you know, being in a pandemic and being in quarantine and everything else that was going on in our country. And then a couple of weeks ago, Duck Dynasty decided to raid the Capitol. Raid the Capitol. You know, and then to see this <laughs> Duck Dynasty. That this, was hilarious. This beautiful black girl recite this beautiful poem. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think was an even happier moment for, I'm, I'm going to say us because I think you're going to agree with what I'm about to say. The happiest moment was, that Saturday after election day, we was in oh, DC great, for great my day. birthday. And yeah. that Saturday they announced, um, that Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris were, uh, won the election. Yeah. And we were literally in the heart of DC. We were maybe two blocks from like the White House. From the White House. Um, and I mean, the whole city went crazy. Yeah. Um, and celebration. It was a great thing. Talk about unity then. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a beautiful yeah. horns sight. Horns. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. we was in the, uh, Starbucks, people screaming. Dude came in there with a sign, yeah. Joe Biden. Um, I remember everybody telling, just speaking to each other. I remember telling friends <laughs> that we were going to DC, um, for the week, for the weekend. Yeah. And we were going, it was my and, birthday, y'all. Yeah. And we yeah. were going right. And I, we knew that when we pl when I planned the trip, I didn't realize that I was planning it the day, like the day of election, you know, when the results would be in. I didn't realize it. I thought yeah, that we would get the re results, results that day. We, yeah, we had no, cause you know, they still had to count and all of that stuff and, uh, you know, the mail-in ballots and stuff like that. So I really, so a lot of friends were just like, Brick, why don't you take Chris here? Why don't you go here? Like one of my friends, Tony, she was like, go to Key West, go here, you know, and people were giving me suggestions and, you know, we we're just like, you know what? If things get bad, we're just going to leave. Like yeah. that, that's it. You know, we're not, we're not beat for the foolery. I was, was going to protect you. Yeah, I know, babe. So. <laughs> So yeah, but um it was the total opposite. It was actually yeah. the best considering we went, you know, during COVID, during a pandemic. So, you know, a lot of things were closed down, but when we did get there, we saw the city wasn't the city. Like a lot of restaurants were boarded up. Um they cuz they were preparing. They were preparing for the yeah. results of the election. So to see such a beautiful city, a historical city, um just boarded up and you know cops were cops were walking up and down the street, you know, yeah. patrolling and stuff and they were friendly themselves. It just was kind of like sad like this is what what our world is. This is what we've come to. This is what I have to raise my beautiful brown babies in. Um, and then that morning, that day when the results came in, I remember you were watching TV and I was doing my makeup, getting ready. We were getting ready to leave. 
and I looked at the TV and it came across the TV and it said like, Joe Biden won. Joe Biden won. <laughs> and I, I'm looking at you and you're looking at me and I'm like, are we reading this right? Because even though we wanted so bad for him to win, deep inside me, I just was like, I don't want to get my hopes up. You know, yeah. it was kind of like something like it was too good to be true. And, like, would we, we really? Heard, we heard the horns and everything yeah. through the window. I lift hear, the window up. Yes, the music, people screaming, were screaming, It was just uh, the whole, the whole <laughs> block. It was just people yeah. were high-fiving. and they shut down what maybe a five block radius. Yeah, but that even night because people was in the street celebrating. But we were in D.C. and we were in D.C. and we drove from D.C. to Maryland, and it's so funny because as our way. Driving from D.C. to Maryland, it's about an hour drive. Um, horns are still going. Like people are still blowing horns. Yeah, we're at we're highway. we're at stop. We are at traffic lights and we're stopped. And Chris is looking, you know, to the driver next to us, and you know, it's the car to the right, the car to the left, and they're looking at us, and then they begin blowing their horns, and we're blowing our horns, and it just was an amazing time to be in D.C. Yeah. And if you ever, like ever get a chance to go to D.C., please go. Because while we were there, we did sightsee. And it was yeah. a beautiful, beautiful sight, um, you know, to see all the statues and the monuments. Um, I, I, my favorite was um, Dr. King. His statue it was very uh, huge, but beautiful and impactful. Um, and I'm glad we went at that time. Um, I know we'll go again, uh, maybe take the kids um, but yeah, it was, um, it was a great time, um, that we had in DC. Um, yeah, so, 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 um, what kind of change, um, are you expecting from the, um, Biden administration? Um, what, what are you expecting to see, um, within the first year? Um, I think he has a lot of cleaning up to do. Oh yeah, definitely. I think he has a, a lot of cleaning up to do. And I think I, I, you know, well, I had, I had, you know, me and you, we've had this conversation about Donald Trump before. And if I'm trying to figure out like the best way to word this, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, keep it PG. Right. <laughs> don't, don't need to be cussing on him. <laughs> um, um, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I know a lot of family members and I have a lot of really good friends that I consider family who, who voted for him and to be able to sit down and have an, an open conversation with them and, and discuss like, so, why did you vote for him? And I felt so bad because a lot of people kept, you know, if you voted for Trump, you're racist. If you vote, but no, yeah. like a lot of these people to listen to them and, and listen to their reasoning behind why yeah. they voted for him. A lot of them will say, you know, and excuse my French, a lot of them will be like, yeah, he's an asshole, but his policies fit my life. His policies benefit me. And um, I just, I, I don't know, to, like I said, to just be able to, you know, have those discussions and it just was sad because uh, then there was like a lot of people that were just undercover. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, and their true colors definitely but that's, that's the one, you know, came out. And that's probably the one reasons why I'm glad Trump did win when he did, because it revealed a lot, of it people. revealed a lot of people and the way they truly felt because, 
Um, but like, I mean, like you said, some, some Trump supporters weren't racist, but a lot of them was. And a lot of people we didn't know was racist. And or, he lost a or, lot. Or felt, or felt that type of way we didn't know, um, because they were hiding it. But when yeah. Trump came in office, it revealed a lot of people true colors. And I seen on social media, um, somebody put, um, um, I thank God for Trump being in the office because he uh, cut down a lot of my friend lists. Yeah. <laughs> I went from 500 friends to down to 400. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, wow. Like, that's really, really how you feel. Yeah. So, neighbors, family, I, friends. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Just, you, you didn't know uh, how a lot of people felt yeah, until, until then. Until, you know, Trump came out. He gave a lot of people um, boldness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, for the say and do what they, they please for Biden for his first year, I think, um, he's going to have a lot of cleaning up to do a lot of proving to people that they picked the right person to lead this country out of this darkness that we were in. Um, I think he's going to have a big job of uniting, uh, us again as America, you know, um, I, I've always been very proud to be American. My father you know, he fought for this country. He's a Vietnam vet. So, you know, for um, me and the American flag in America, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sentimental to know that, you know, a lot of us are free and my dad fought for our freedom. And, you know, um, if you ever, if you have somebody or a family member, or if you're in the military, then you can sympathize and understand, you know, what I'm trying to articulate. Um, but this was the time that I was really embarrassed to just be like, we are supposed to be the greatest country in the world. Like people are coming and fleeing their countries to come here. And this is our country. This is what we're doing. Um, this is what we're representing. You know, um, it was just, it was very sad. It was very sad. So I, uh, yesterday renewed my faith in our country. It renewed our faith and renewed my faith in, in, um, our government. And I just have to continue to pray and pray for our leaders, you know, that they're going to fix this mess that, you know, was created. Yeah. I like what, um, Joe Biden said um, yesterday as he sworn um, other officials in, um, he said, if he ever see or hear you down in anybody or belittle anybody, he will fire you on the spot. And I thought that was great because that just shows um, the leadership that he's not taking no nonsense of of you, um, you know, belittling anybody or thinking you're bigger and better than anybody. You know, if he see or hear that, then, you know, you're going to lose your job. Um, and I hope that he can, um, kind of trickle that down to the police brutality that's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not stopping. <laughs> I mean, even with the cameras and everything. So I really hope that, you know, uh, Biden and Harris can, can crack that down. Um, I think once that that they that they can um you know um give a more harsh penalty yeah. um to the police that that does um you know unwarranted harm to to innocent people um 
you know, that's what it boiled down to, you know, shooting people in the back, um, you know, knees on the neck, um, choking out people, um, you know, uh, shooting people in their home, <laughs> busting in the wrong apartments. Um, you know, the list, the list goes on, you know, um, um, you know, while jogging, <laughs> you know, while coming home with Skittles and, you know, an iced tea, um, you know, it has to stop. So I'm really hoping that this administration can crack down on that. I mean, I know police have, um, it very hard. I know it's a very difficult job. I, I have, uh, police officer friends who are very good people. Um, so I, I definitely know that all police are, aren't bad people, but there are bad apples and those bad apples are taking the, uh, the forefront right now and they need to be stopped. And the good cops, um, if you truly are a good cop, you need to, you need to stop it. You need to say something. Um, you need to do something. Um, because, you know, they, it, it can't, it can't continue. Um, even with video, um, they're getting off, um, paid administrative leave. So, um, I'm praying that, you know, the Biden Harris administration can, um, do something about that. Any thoughts? Um, I think that with the harsher consequences, um, that also might help, like you were saying, um, better training. Um, I just could, I just don't understand, you know, I could never understand how, I feel like they're, I just didn't understand why their first instinct is shoot to kill. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, uh, shoot him in the ankle, shoot him in the hand, shoot him in the yeah. kneecap. And yeah, you know, but and then they're, shoot, vital, don't, they're shooting don't a shoot, lot of them in their back. Yeah. Don't shoot in a vital like, organ. You know, I understand that your life is yeah. feel, you feel threatened and your you know, you feel that your life is threatened. And I understand a lot of these police officers, you know, they got, they, they're just like us. They got families, they got wives, they got babies at home, yeah. you know? So yeah, you know, but my, my thing, and I told you this before, um, if you're that trigger happy and you're that scared where you feel for your life, then you need to find a new um, career. Yeah. Because this career is where you really can't make no mistakes. Right. Um, one mistake is somebody's life. And then um, your life. Yeah, you're shooting them because you thought they had a gun or you, you thought you seen a gun, but it really was a brush or a cell phone or mm -hmm. um, a wallet or something. Like you, you shot them for nothing, you know what I mean? Because something you thought, you know, um, and then but but then are but tired. yeah, and people are getting tired. And then it's it's majority of the cases is the 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 people of color because we seen at the um at the riot out of all them thousands of people, I forget the number, but I know it was thousands. Only uh, I think one person got besides the cop. I think one person died that got shot. The Duck Dynasty riot. Yeah, yes. the 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 lady, she got shot yeah. in her neck and she died. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I know a police officer died, but he was on the other side. But far as the rioters, only one died, and a, and a lot of what was going on was a lot of people were saying if that was black people, they ought to have been dead. Right. Yes, <laughs> they would have, because yeah. we got killed for far less. Imagining, uh, imagine um, rioting a federal building. One when the, I saw the picture, or the, I think it was, a, you know, it was a video, 
of a police officer helping a rioter down the Capitol steps. Like he literally was holding her hand so she wouldn't fall as she came down the steps after like trying to break in to the Capitol. Yeah. And I, I was just in awe. And I was but like, the thing what? is, they're like they're getting some people. I think we've seen the news. Yeah, 100, a lot 125 of are, being are exposed and they're are, like, yeah, doctors. getting exposed or things like that. Teachers. But the thing is, what I what I wanted to say, the thing is, they were allowed to go home. Yeah, they didn't get them on the spot. They were allowed to go home, um, and and um, you know, do what they had to do, uh, tie um, loose ends, whatever, and then, you know, now they're going around to get them. It's been uh two weeks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, trying to. This when this whole situation, you know, I've never been a person to voice my opinions on politics. I've never been very boisterous on social media about it. I kind of, you know, didn't want to pick sides. You know, I kind of was like the one like kumbaya, peace this, peace that. Why can't we all just come together? You know, that was me. But what was my breaking point was George Floyd. And the thing is, you know, my sons are getting older. They're no longer babies. So the older they get, the more they're going to be viewed as a threat. And for me, as a mother who is married to a black man and who has black boys and a black daughter, um, nobody will understand the amount of fear that goes in my heart that's in my heart when you leave the house or when the boys just thinking about them getting older and wanting to just go down the block to a friend's house you know um if you are not married to a black man or have you know children of color you'll never understand it you know um yeah. and me trying to explain and it's crazy because you know me trying to explain my fear to a family member who just couldn't understand why I was so enraged and why I was so hurt over what had happened. Um, it, it, it was just amazing to see that even though here I am in tears and explaining, you know, why it's hurting so many people of color and why it's hurting me. Um, and that person, it didn't affect them. It didn't bother them. They couldn't see, they couldn't yeah. understand. And it's not that they couldn't understand. I just don't think they, they wanted, wanted to, to understand. Yeah. You know, there's so, there's a lot of people that do a lot of talking, but they just don't listen. You know, um, yeah. and they don't listen to hear. They listen to respond. And you know, important. and, and if that's, you, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I always say if you listen to a person talk long enough, you can figure them out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it was just, just, Wow, this 2020 was a really, nah, year. <laughs> and I'm yeah, it was, it was, it started off bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on in one year. Um, you know, uh, 2021, you know, still a little rough. Um, but we just praying and hoping that it gets better. Um, praying for the, uh, new president, Joe, Joe Biden, the new vice president, uh, Ms. Kamala Harris. Um, yeah, just just um, kind of um, praying that things go better. Um, I actually miss church. Uh, you know, I haven't been to the house of God in a long time. <laughs> so, uh, twenty twenty, um, you know, had the virus and well, still the virus is out, so that need to go away. But um, yeah, this was a great conversation. So I appreciate you being on the show. 
Um, so we're going to wrap this up, but um, tell the people, um, you know, a little bit about your company, a little about Britain Nicole, and also uh, give out your social media handle. Um, yeah, so my company, my business, my brand is Allure by Britt Nicole. Um, I'm a makeup artist, skincare specialist, eyebrow technician. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Allure by Britt Nicole or on my Instagram at Allure underscore by Britt Nicole. Um, you can DM me for appointments or you can email me at Allure by Britt Nicole at Yahoo yahoo.com um i have a lot of exciting um events coming up this mm -hmm. weekend i'm doing a, a photo shoot that's like mm. um fashion makeup so i'm pretty pretty excited about that um i'm just excited to get you know back to doing what i love you know covid had put a stop and a pause and kind of slowed things down for me um, so, um, I've got a few weddings coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, so yeah, so if you need a, a freelance makeup artist, I work for myself. I, um, my own business hours. Um, I don't work under anybody but me. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Support black businesses. Yeah. That's wow. what's up. That's what's up. Um, she's very good. I'm not saying that cause that's my wife. Um, but, uh, she's very good. She does uh special effect, uh, makeup as well. Um, she did, uh, if you ever, uh, seen, well, if you came to my last show, um, stage play, um, I called the old, um, she did the, uh, special effect makeup on the, um, the older, uh, to make the actors look older and, um, also the black eye on, on one of the actors, um, which looked phenomenal. So, um, yeah, if you need that special effect, makeup, eyebrow, skincare, hit up, um, is Brittany Clark at Allure by Britt Nicole. And that is our show for today. Uh, my name is Chris Clark. Appreciate you all guys listening. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy on Twitter, uh, at Comic Chris Clark. Go to my website, ChrisClarkComedy.com and, um, sign up for the newsletter. Um, you know, got some great things coming up. Got some shows. Uh, the world slowly open back up. Your boy getting back out there on the road with comedy. Um, book me for a uh, virtual comedy show, in-person comedy show. Um, you book one of my characters, uh, Pastor Love offering the Thai cop um, to come to your show. So, with that being said, thank you guys. You guys be safe. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Peace. Bye.